Welcome to the Beautifully Balanced podcast. I'm Samantha Dinage. Join me to explore holistic approaches to support your well-being in today's hectic world. Through each episode, my intention is to empower you to live your life with less stress and more joy and relaxation. I understand we are all unique and I invite you to take what resonates with you on your journey to feeling more vibrant from the inside out. My dream is to create a radiant ripple effect from each of us out into the world. Thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with me. Now let's dive in. Firstly, I hope that you've all had a wonderful time over the summer and um, it's great to be back after taking a short break. I've been hearing on the news and out and about that lots of people have been exercising less during COVID, with actually women in particular finding it more challenging to get back into any old fitness routines that they may have had. So this has sparked my inspiration for today's episode. And I think what COVID has highlighted is how important our health is and that we really should not take it for granted. So whether you used to exercise or it's never really been a part of your lifestyle, the importance of exercise is becoming clearer to support both body and mind. Stay tuned as later in this episode, I share my three top tips to help you find your movement mojo if it's got up and left. So whilst during the pandemic, I've been really fortunate that I've had the opportunity to exercise as part of my job, delivering Zumba and yoga classes numerous times a week. And I think this movement and getting together with other people is honestly what's really helped to keep me upbeat during these past few months. But it got me thinking back to a time when I had a real break from exercise and when I was feeling really unfit. If we wind back to 2013, I had a foot operation as I had developed osteoarthritis. The bones in my big toe joints had gone pointy and sharp and it was uncomfortable just to walk. I hobbled around in discomfort being on my feet all day as a school teacher. I certainly wasn't in a position to do much exercise, such as running or dancing. So I bit the bullet and I had an operation. And whilst that went well, whilst the surgeon was there, he decided to slice my bunion off at the same time, which was so painful. Following the operation, I struggled to walk for weeks, let alone do any kind of movement. So my fitness and my self-confidence started to plummet. My now husband but boyfriend at the time was working abroad and simple daily activities were a challenge. I remember being at home trying to recover with piles of coursework around me that needed marking and my stress levels were through the roof. My stomach fell off and I remember trying to hobble up the stairs to the bathroom as quickly as I could. Before my foot problems, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't particularly fit. I went to the odd Zumba class and struggled my way through a race for life a good couple of years before. But I changed teaching jobs and started to gain some of my life back. I was determined to get out and go to a weekly Zumba class as this was the type of movement I enjoyed the most. I loved dancing and the variety of international music at Zumba was just ideal for me. 
That first class was six months after I'd had the foot operation and it was a real challenge. I did wonder how I would keep going for the full class and I worried it wasn't going to do my foot recovery any favours at all. But I was happy to be in a room with other people, enjoying the music and moving the best that I could. It was certainly a lesson for me, my ego, that I wasn't going to look particularly good or energetic and I felt rather anxious and self-conscious. But I went back. Each week, the classes seemed a little easier. My energy gradually increased. My foot discomfort improved. My confidence slowly grew and I started to say hello to people and I made some great friends. Before I knew it, I was going twice a week to a Zumba class and really enjoying it. Naturally, some days I would feel a bit tired and it would have been easy to watch some TV or to stay at home and do a bit more work. But I tried to consistently show up for myself and I always felt better for going to class. I felt uplifted. It helped me to get out of any funky mood that I was in. And it felt good knowing that I'd done something for myself and to boost my fitness. Fast forward about another six months and I was asked if I'd like to run a staff Zumba class at the college I was working at. I wasn't completely sure thinking how am I going to fit this in but I thought what the heck let's go for it and they kindly paid for my te- for my training and I got started. It just so happens my local area needed a new instructor so I ended up leading a local Zumba class. At first it was exhausting, my fitness wasn't really up to it and I wanted to look energetic and push myself to try and deliver the most fun class possible. And in fact it was seven years ago this month that I did my Zumba training and I'm still leading Zumba classes now on my beautifully balanced class timetable in Derby and I've never felt fitter or healthier. So you may wonder Why am I sharing this story with you? It's not to say, look what I did, but I want to show you that I began with low fitness, with a sore foot, and gradually I worked up to being able to do more exercise and movement, which has enabled me to enjoy more of an active lifestyle in my spare time. If it's possible for me, then I want to tell you That is absolutely possible for you too. It's so funny. The dog's been quiet all afternoon and now I'm recording this episode. She's having a barking fit. You can probably hear her. That's Tilly. Um, She's going to be four soon. She is a um, kind of sheepdog. Brings lots of uh, joy and energy around the place. (laughs) So coming back to today's episode... I think if I'd found yoga during these challenging times and during the recovery from my foot operation, I'm sure that it would have done me the world of good physically and mentally. But at that time, it wasn't on my radar. I didn't really know what yoga was. And I thought it was just some boring, simple stretching that didn't really float my boat or fit in with the image that I had of myself. In fact, when I started yoga, and in particularly teaching numerous classes a week, I was really concerned that it would make the arthritis in my big toes worse, that it would aggravate it using the joints so much. 
And that's funny to look back on now as it's actually made my toes so, so much better. So I did promise you three tips to help you to find your movement mojo. So let's begin. Tip number one, choose something you will enjoy and that's not a punishment. I don't think anyone really wants to drag themselves to do some exercise that they hate doing. I mean, how long is that going to last? I don't personally think that will be nourishing or help to make it a consistent part of someone's lifestyle. Some people exercise because of the food that they've eaten, that they feel guilty about, or some people do it as a punishment for for that, for the food that they've ate. And I think we have to ask ourselves, why do we want to exercise? Why do we want to exercise? There will be many personal reasons, perhaps to be able to enjoy longer walks. Maybe it's to keep up with the kids or the grandkids or to have more energy throughout the day. It might be to de-stress or help to lift you up when you're feeling down. It might even be to reduce high blood pressure. And these reasons, of course, will be different for everyone. So what would be your why or what is your why to why you would want to do exercise? What benefits would increasing your physical and mental health bring for you? Personally, I chose Zumba because I've always loved dancing. From making it routines with my friends in our bedrooms as kids, to singing and dancing with my hairbrush in front of a mirror, to going to various dance classes and groups, dance has been a big part of my life until my early 20s. After my early 20s, I just felt too ill to do anything outside of work. I was in a toxic work environment and I didn't know how to deal with it. Along with pressures outside of work, my health significantly deteriorated. But all of that time, I really missed dance. I didn't miss dance exams or the pressure. And once I found Zumba, I really thrived on the informal, no need to get it perfect, more relaxed and friendly vibes. It was definitely a place for me. So I enjoyed dancing as a kid. So perhaps you can reflect back on what kind of movement did you enjoy as a child? What was it that you would do that made you smile? This is often a big indicator of what we would enjoy now. If you're thinking, "Um, I didn't really enjoy any exercise or movement as a kid, and maybe you didn't have many positive experiences, I can certainly think back to days at school standing waiting to get picked for a team in PE. And whatever your past experiences are, they do not have to be the experience that you have today. Maybe you've been told that you're rubbish at sport or exercise and I invite you to be curious. Rather than thinking about whether you are doing something right or wrong, be proud that you have shown up. This is often the hardest part. Often the hardest part is walking through the door or rolling out your yoga mat. And there really is no right or wrong. Life can be too serious and coming to a beautifully balanced class needn't be another chore or to-do item on your list. 
My classes are about showing up, enjoying the movement, whether that be Zumba dance fitness or yoga, pausing and taking a drinks break whenever you want to, and simply enjoying moving the body and being with like-minded people. And if you don't live locally to Derby, why not find something in your local area that you'll look forward to and that feels like a bit of me time that's just for you. Tip number two is let go of the ego. (laughs) So the ego can get in our way so often and it is so easy to make things all about us. We want to look good, be doing things right and even be the best. You might worry that someone will be looking at you in a class and feel self-conscious. It's easy to get caught up thinking about what we think other people are thinking about us. I'll say that again. It's easy to get caught up thinking about what we think other people are thinking about us when we certainly aren't mind readers. It's all a perception and stories that we tell ourselves. We may worry about looking silly or going the wrong way or getting it all wrong and making a complete tit of ourselves. And do you know what? Sometimes I go the wrong way or I forget a move or I get my left and rights jumbled up. After all, we are all human, so let's laugh it off and carry on. Zumba isn't a performance. It's a group of people coming together, dancing, smiling, enjoying the music, getting their heartbeat going, boosting their step count and burning calories at the same time, whilst benefiting from all the mood-boosting endorphins. The reality is... Everyone is focusing on the music and their movement. They really don't have chance to consider what it is that you're doing. Equally, at Beautifully Balanced Yoga Classes, it's a very non-competitive environment. There are people of all ages, each with their own unique bodies. And the poses will look different for different people. So there is no point coming with the expectation that you and everyone else in the room should look exactly the same in a pose. It's really about listening to your own body and pausing where feels good for you in the pose. I get it that we want to fit in. We want to be liked. We don't want to stand out. But know that by simply showing up and rolling out your mat or popping on your Zumba trainers, that you have already done enough and more than some. You know, it's so interesting the amount of people that come to my class when they walk in the door and they say to me, oh, I haven't got any coordination. Oh, I'm going to get it all wrong. Oh, I'm going to go the wrong way. If I had a pound for every time someone said that to me, I would be a very, very rich person. (laughs) And I think, you know, some people that come to my classes, they go to the gym as well. Or some people find the gym really isn't their bag. Um, and they would much rather commit to numerous classes um, a week with me because that's what they enjoy and they find that gives them um, the benefits that they want and some much needed time for themselves. 
So tip number three is listen to your body and your mind. So I can be guilty of this and (laughs) some days are days to push and be full on. This might look like jumping around in Zumba or standing strong and confident in a warrior yoga pose or trying out a new pose, something that's slightly out of your comfort zone. Maybe where the mind is saying, "Hmm, not sure we can do that, but actually you can. Other days are days to take it a bit easier. Stepping out the dancing or making the movement a bit smaller. Or in yoga, taking a child's pose instead of a downward facing dog as you need to conserve your energy. Similarly, if you have been pushing yourself mentally, if you've had a lot to deal with, sometimes getting the endorphins flowing through dance can really help to de-stress. Other times, a gentle wind-down yoga class to soothe the body and mind can work wonders. Sometimes a yin yoga practice where we pause in the pose for a few minutes can give you some much-needed space just to digest life and open up the body and the mind in a different way. My recommendation would be to be open to adjusting what you need what you do in a class based on the day and how you feel in that moment rather than thinking that it has to be a certain way every time. This has been a tough lesson for me particularly in Zumba and one that I still have to work on as I learn to respect my body more and more. So our three tips were in summary number one choose something that you will enjoy not a punishment. Number two, let go of the ego. And number three, listen to your body and your mind. Before I finish up this episode, I would love you to think of some kind of movement that you enjoy and either keep doing it or if not, try something new. Maybe get a friend involved and spur each other on. And always come back to your why. Remind yourself why you chose to do some exercise, what benefits it can bring to you. And in particular, why you have chosen a particular form of exercise or movement, whether that be Zumba, yoga, or something completely different. Even put a post-it note on your bathroom mirror as a prompt of a reminder of your why, so that you can focus on why you want to do it rather than thinking about all the reasons of perhaps why you shouldn't. Finally, coming back to my foot operation, it's interesting now that osteoarthritis and many of the other health problems that I had at the time all fall under the same imbalances in Ayurveda, the sister science to yoga. That's a conversation for another day, but it's amazing where life choices such as starting yoga have transformed and changed my lifestyle and many others for the better. So let me know your why, why you do or want to do exercise. Drop it me in a message or an email. And if you have a worry that's holding you back about going to a class or starting some other kind of exercise, let me know. And I may very well have heard it before and be able to help. So... That's it from me today. 
wishing you a lovely rest of your day or evening. Thank you so much for listening and I will be back with our next episode in two weeks time. The episodes are out every other Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening to the Beautifully Balanced podcast. Please press subscribe to be notified when the next episode is out every other Wednesday. Do follow me on Facebook and Instagram at beautifullybalanced.online.